Do you feel that in a time when we are more connected than ever, we are drifting away from real human connection, especially to ourselves? I do. Hi, I'm Leticia Latino, and I want to invite you to join me and my very inspiring guests in exploring ways to reconnect to your essence, to your definite purpose, to what makes you tick. Are you ready? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Back to Basics. With me today, Blake Godlove is the founder and CEO of Etera Foods, a sports nutrition company focused on creating delicious and functional snacks by leveraging nature and innovative technology. When I read that the mission of Blake's company is to serve as a daily reminder to slow down, breathe, and enjoy life's experiences, I knew I had to have it on the show. Hello, Blake, and welcome to Back to Basics. Hi, Leticia. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm very, very excited because, you know, I I obviously love inspirational conversations and I part of what I love about the show is that I get to have all sorts of guests. But by nature, a back to basics conversation usually is like people like me, older around the journey, <laughs> have had reflection. But I'm always excited to have young people. And I know you, you, you probably going to say I look younger than I am, but when you know your mission, I mean, I know what your company is already doing and you seem like a guy that knows it very well what you want to achieve. I get super excited because it's like you are at back to basics uh, from the beginning. So tell me about your journey and first of all, where you're from and a little bit of your family background, if you, if you don't mind. Yeah, so I'm from uh, rural Maryland originally. So um, for anyone from the DMV, uh, I'm from Frederick County. So it's you know a big jump from coming from Frederick County to now being out in you know Los Angeles and Beverly Hills. It's uh, definitely stark contrast. Um, so my uh, father was stay at home, and my mom was um, the VP of a consulting firm based in Washington. Uh, my family's been in the Maryland area for hundreds of years, so not really any movement outside of that. I think I'm the first one to ever really venture out onto the West Coast. Uh-huh. So <laughs> you went to the other extreme, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so you know, unfortunately, with the pandemic, you know, I haven't been able to see my family a lot. But you know, I'm excited that you know, hopefully, with you know more vaccinations and with you know, just improved overall health of the the nation that I'll be able to head back and, and see them soon. That's great. That's awesome. And so tell me a bit about, uh, you know, that family life when you were as a younger kid, were you either, obviously you're into wellness and I can tell into fitness and all that. Is that something that you knew, you know, from the very start you wanted to get into, or let's say that your journey to founding your company took a little detour and now you're, you're doing this. <laughs> I love, I love those stories. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't think anyone grows up and you know says to themselves, you know, when, actually when they're being asked by you know, a teacher, what do you want to be when you grow up? No one says, you know, I want to, I want to own and you know found a food company. Exactly. You know, that's, that's not, <laughs> you know, it's always you know astronaut, fireman. I, I wanted to be a doctor. Yes. Um, and that was my my track in college. No, I wasn't a very active child outside of um, you know just running around my you know family's farm. All day. I wasn't really big into organized sports. I wasn't the first one picked for dodgeball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I was just kind of a, you know, a scrawny kid. 
So my journey with wellness, you know, health and fitness started my freshman year of college. Um, I was seeing someone who was really into fitness, much more so than I'd ever known was was possible. He was <laughs> we're very, very into it. Okay. So I I decided I wanted to, you know, kind of be at that level as well. I wanted to take my wellness, my health, my physique, everything much more seriously. Uh, so I started my journey then and you know, they were eating a bunch of protein bars that, you know, just tasted like dirt, had consistency mm -hmm. of sand. Uh, <laughs> and I thought I could do, you know, a hell of a lot better job than, you know, what a lot of these brands are putting out. So I started, you know, just making them for myself. Uh, and I don't want this to be a sales plug, but this is just no, kind no, of my story. It's part <laughs> of, a, it's part of yeah. your journey. So it's welcomed. Yeah. So I, I decided, you know, I'm just starting making these for myself and they started turning out pretty well. Nowhere near where they are now, <laughs> uh -huh. uh, but uh, but yeah. And then I was taking the CBD for muscle recovery. A friend of mine who was training for the Olympic trials, uh, and at the time, you know, they were CBD was banned. Uh, it was you know banned by the anti-doping agency. So I don't know why they were taking it, but anyway, she was <laughs> she was taking CBD for muscle recovery. Oh, on second thought, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is back in in 2016, 2017. Mm -hmm. So. And she introduced me to it. And, you know, I thought, you know, I'm already taking CBD now for my post-workout recovery for, you know, muscle fatigue and delayed onset muscle soreness. I'm already making these protein bars for myself. Um, you know, why don't I just blend the two? Mm -hmm. I already, you know, I don't like the feeling of like the CBD tinctures, like the, you know, sublingual uh, oils. Those aren't my favorites. So I thought if I put it in the bar, I won't have to have that mouth ta you know, taste and texture. And that was kind of the start and the genesis of, you know, the concept. and. Uh, you know, our minimum viable product, but, but yeah, I, like I said, I mean, my, my journey with wellness has been something that's been over the past six or seven years rather than, you know, something that has been lifelong. And in that span, I've, you know, learned so much and had to go through or not go through, but decipher on my own, you know, between fact and fiction, especially in wellness, in the wellness field, there's so much that is just pushed out, uh, mainly from, you know, content creators that, you know, want to grow their following But it's really, it's been difficult to navigate between fact and fiction. Um, but I think now I have a pretty decent understanding of it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's great. And, and, you know, I love the approach that you say, you know, wellness with innovation. You know, I'm in a, in a technology industry. So innovation is almost like a no-brainer. Like we take it for granted and, you know, 4G, 5G, everybody knows. At least everybody <laughs> blurs the, <laughs> the acronym, but not many people know what it is. But, you know, with food, you never, like when I read it, I say innovation. Hmm, this is interesting. And yeah, because you're including, you know, maybe components, ingredients that you're trying out other things or also it's in the process of how it's made. Describe like the innovation process of, of the whole thing. Yeah. So we are the only protein bar and one of the only products on the market that utilizes pure form CBD. So pure form CBD is derived from oranges rather than hemp or cannabis. So it has less of a um, environmental impact because we're actually taking the orange peels from the juicing industry rather than having to cultivate our own plants or, you know, utilizing a cultivator. So through that, we're able to deliver the safest, purest form of CBD on the market. Uh, so that's where the innovation and the technology comes from because it's, you know, it was years and years of research that, you know, we've been so fortunate enough to utilize. 
That is great. That is fantastic. And then, and then I'm sure that the, that you are on some sort of path of you know, like really when when I read like serving as daily reminder to slow down and breathe. Is this something that came from your own journey of where you felt like, the, you know, we're not stopping enough? Uh, talk to me a little bit about the mission, because I think it's a great mission, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Coming into, into my own as a founder, I didn't realize how necessary it was to, you know, to take your personal health just as seriously as the health of your company, you know, to run a, a well-willed machine. It has to have some sort of, you know, some sense of overall health, just on a, an organizational level. But on a personal level, if you don't take time to uh, take care of yourself, to pause, to, you know, reflect, to, you know, take some time away, then you're going to be forced to. Uh, there was a point where I was working, I don't know, like 14, 15 hours a day, you know, pre-launch. And... I kept getting sick over and over and over again because I would be, I wasn't getting enough sleep. I wasn't, you know, eating properly. And, you know, that's a, you know, a conundrum in itself that, you know, running a food company about wellness and, you know, I wasn't sleeping, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't eating. So, you know, I really wanted to ensure that in our mission, we're focusing on, on overall health, because if you don't stop and take time to, to pause and rest, then your body's going to force you to. And that's what I had to go through. So we, we push a lot, a lot out on social media about mental health and wellness and ensuring that you're upholding all pillars of health and wellness rather than just focusing on, you know, aesthetics and, and physique and physical health uh, just in that, you know, kind of bubble. I think that's great. I think it's a great approach. And it's also like a, a socially conscious that, that you're raising awareness about something that, that can be a a problem too, because as you say, if we are, you know, if people that are high achievers, they want to work hard, they want to exercise, and you want to try to fit everything in. And then even if you're doing the right things, maybe the result is just not there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many days that, you know, I think, okay, I can get, you know, X, Y, Z done or, you know, A through Z done. And one thing will, you know, come up and it'll just kind of throw a, a, um, I don't know, like a rocket my cogs or, where I just have to, everything gets so messed up in my schedule. And then I have to, you know, delegate, am I going to do, you know, X, Y, Z, or I'm going to do ABC. I can't do both anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and that can be quite overwhelming some days. So that's why it's important to stop and you know understand that you just kind of have to go with the flow sometimes and, and, uh, you know, take a breather. That's a, that's a very good reminder. And, you know, I obviously will put all your, your information and, and the company's information and the after bar because I want to try it. I want I was I was doing research for this interview and I'm like I have to try. It looks delicious, but definitely you know you you share with us you were going on a track of to become a doctor and uh, and then you you had you know like this pivot and I'm gonna do this and as with that, even even when you're later in your career people question you and challenge you and and I always say in the show that the biggest challenge is when the people around you. Don't, either don't believe on the vision, they don't believe you can do it, or did you find along the way where you had this idea in, in making your company and all that, did you find it that you had a lot of support, not so much support? What learning 
learnings did you take from from really from talking about an idea and mm-hmm. then making it happen? Because I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. And and I would love our younger audience well, they have a great idea, but they, they let the, the parents or the mentors convince them you have to go for a traditional career. Like I, I would feel like you are the perfect example to to share words of wisdom on that front. Thank you. I for me it's it's been a little bit of both, you know, having having support and then also, you know, having a lot of people, you know, doubt my abilities. And even me doubting my own abilities. That's something as a, you know, as a founder, you're constantly having to battle with yourself on, you know, am I doing the right thing? Have I wasted my time doing this? And, you know, that's a challenge in itself. And we can get into that later. But it's important that, you know, you really believe in your vision. And if you believe in your vision, then the people around you will believe in you. And if not, if they don't believe in your vision, then they're not the people to surround yourself with or take, you know, any sort of advice from. You know, I, for me, you know, I unfortunately lost my mom when I was 15 and she was like my biggest supporter. Um, and actually, uh, my company, Atera Foods, Atera is uh, inversion of the Greek Socratic term, erite, which means to understand your, you know, purpose in life and, you know, live to excellence. And I used that word to describe my mom and the eulogy I gave at her funeral. And so I wanted to, you know, pay homage to her, but I had a very tumultuous relationship with my father. We don't speak, but he, you know, especially didn't really give me any sort of emotional support or any sort of support for that matter uh, in regards to, you know, my company, my vision, you know, what I wanted to do with my life. And so it was important for me to kind of remove myself from that relationship in order to you know grow as a person and to make sure that I didn't have, you know, the people talking into my ear that weren't supporting you know, my, my health, my vision or anything to, to any degree. Wow. That's, that's golden wisdom. I think <laughs> you just share because it's obviously you, you made a very difficult decision because it's your father or someone so close to you, but you know, and I'm sorry about your mom, but I think that he gave you an ingredient that you will have forever, which is that in all the work you do, you, you are making her part and her, you know, all that she meant to you, part of, of this initiative. And that's when I would guess you're going to get a lot of the strength you need to keep this going and to grow in it to its full potential is to remember that. And and so that I think it's the, it's the best gift she could have given you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of days where, you know, things don't always, things don't always go your way or in the way you planned <laughs> uh, in business. Yeah. I mean, you can, you know, work as hard as you, you know, you can, you can, you know, put all of your energy, effort, you know, love, care, passion into it. But sometimes it just, things don't work out. You know, certain deals, certain negotiations can fall through. But remembering that, you know, no matter what, you can get through these things. For me, you know, losing my mom was probably the hardest thing I'll ever have to go through. So all of these, you know, road bumps along the way that, you know, I have to endure don't really match up or are at par for, you know, that kind of, that kind of loss and that sort of difficulty I know a lot of people, I hope they don't have to go through what I went through for a while. And it's an unfortunate part of life, but we've all been through very difficult situations. And so it's, it's important to, to understand that if you could get through that, then you can get through anything in business. 
Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, they, unfortunately, the experience showed you what you were made of. And now that you know, you can just, you know, yeah. <laughs> nothing is going to break you. And, and, and that's very admirable. So, so Blake, so what's your overall goal? Like if you were to say, you know, I would consider myself because I can tell I see a, a bit of, of myself in you in that, you know, I work for the family business. I've been in telecom 25 years and no matter how successful people think I am, I always feel like I can do more and I can see already when you say, you know, there are good days, bad days. Like for you, when would you think you're going to feel successful in what you're doing? Or maybe you already do, but is there something that you need to achieve a vision, a goal that you say, this is when, when I say, okay, I have achieved what I wanted. I've been waiting for this day so, so desperately. Uh, it's, I know exactly when it's going to be. It's going to be whenever I'm walking, you know, down the street, uh, you know, I'm you know somewhere in West Hollywood, Los Angeles, whatever, and I see someone with an after bar in their hand walking and eating it. I think that will be my moment where I'm like, okay, damn, like I, you know, I really did that, huh? <laughs> uh, uh -huh. So I mean, uh -huh. we've been really you know fortunate with our success thus far in the past. It's like four and a half, five months since launch, but uh, I haven't had that moment yet. <laughs> Well, I'm sure, I'm sure you will have it. And you know, the, the beauty of it is, and I mentor a lot of young people and the fact that you didn't link it to money and you didn't link it to, you know, most people to the, the answer to that question would be, well, when we make $10 million in sale and they would always link it to a financial result and the fact that you didn't and that basically what, what success to you is here, I made this. And someone else went and bought it and is enjoying it. And that's for you, success. I think that's that's really around the corner. I just feel it. Thank you. I mean, more money can always be made. Uh, so I don't know if, you know, a, a financial, uh, you know, a figure is something that you should really gauge your success by. And this is just my advice to anyone listening. Uh, it's those emotional moments that you should really try to gauge your success by because they're going to be so much more validating and mean so much more to you than, you know, a million dollars. I think that's something, a goal that you tell your investors when you go for, you know, yes, bridge hunting or series A, but, uh, you know, because they, they want to know those goals. Uh, but when it comes to your own personal goals as a founder, or as a, as, as anything, at whatever position you're in, those moments are going to be much more validating to show you that you're successful and that it was worth it than that dollar amount. Well, I, I couldn't agree more with you. And so that I'm excited because it sounds to me like you're very center and you know, and I, and I agree on the vision of the founder. And sometimes some people think that one can be, at least I've been accused sometimes of, you know, being cocky or being, you know, stubborn. And I say, but only the founder knows what the vision is. And sometimes you have to stick to it because you're going to get a lot of people trying to uh, distract you and and but you, one has to know when to take advice and that's a, a fine balance right like there's people that are going to give you good advice but sometimes they don't see what you're seeing in terms of the bigger picture and it takes a loyal heart to stay put and and, and keep on track absolutely and i'm not saying don't take anyone's advice <laughs> you know because <laughs> if you surround yourself with yes men then it'll always it, you're you're not really going to it won't be worth it in the end, is all I have to say, if you surround yourself with yes men. But yeah, it's it's important to to take in everyone's advice and but you know, more or less judge it with a grain of salt or take it with a grain of salt. 
Exactly. No, I totally agree with you. Always when I reach to the point where we're closing the interview, I also like to ask about other initiatives or anything else that maybe we haven't touched upon that you're excited about that you want to share with the audience. Uh, what's what's uh, going on that excites you these days Be- besides making, you know, uh, uh, growing your company and, and, <laughs> and making the after bar, uh, you know, a well-known product? Uh, well, the thing that I'm most excited about is this month we're launching um, the ABA. It's the After Bar Athlete Program. And so we'll be working with college-level athletes uh, who up until this past year were not allowed to work with any companies, weren't able to be sponsored. So we will be working uh, starting with USC, UCLA, and Pepperdine here in the you know, SoCal area by sponsoring them with you know free product and the ability to uh, to make money. So what they'll be able to do is um, we'll give them a unique promo code. And for every bar that they sell, they'll get a portion of uh, the revenue. So they're able to make money and utilize their position you know, in the schools while also not having to take away from their education, their studying, uh, their training. I mean, athletes, college level athletes don't have time for jobs. They don't have time to to you know, do back-to-back training, to go to practice, to you know, go to class, to study, and you know, have some semblance of a social life outside of sports. Um, so we're enabling them to not only get free product and you know, merchandise, but to uh, allow them to you know, have an income on the side. That's great. I mean, I you put the pieces of the puzzle together. I like that. <laughs> that there's a lot of strategy that goes between it, but you you link the dots for our like for what I can see. And that I think it's really on the track to success. I think not too many people have the ability to recognize that there's so many synergies in different aspects of, of our day-to-day and that uh, you seem to be merging them all. So congratulations on that. Thank you. And so my last question for you, Blake, is um, what makes you tick when you have moments that you are down that you, even when your mom passed, unfortunately, and you don't feel drain of energy. What is your go-to thing that you do or place to, to reconnect with yourself? I think whenever I am at my, my lowest of low, um, it would be to, to call my grandmother, my, my mom's mom. We have a very close relationship. So mama, if you're listening, you know, you've been there for me in some of the most difficult moments of my life, but, um, you know, on a day to day, either a good cry or (laughs) something that makes me laugh, something like that. I mean, I, I think that my, my peers and, um, you know, those at Atera Foods and the after bar, you know, think that I have all of my, you know, fuck it, better words, shit together. (laughs) Uh, And that, you know, I'm, you know, constantly steadfast at, you know, executing everything and I can, you know, go through anything, but you know, it's, there are plenty of times where I just, I, you know, I break down and that's perfectly fine. You know, emotions and expressing them are you know, natural, they're healthy. So yeah, just <laughs> that when things are hard that, but to, but to keep going, I would just say, you know, remembering my vision and everything that I've worked for and, you know, that I'm, I'm a different person than I was last year and the year before that. So I'm very excited to keep going and meet myself next year. Well, I'm very excited to see your journey because I interview a lot of people, but you are an inspiration. You are extremely authentic. And I think that makes you different, you know, because a lot of people when they're doing their company and all that, and I'm with you, sometimes 
I'm, I don't cry often, but sometimes I just, <laughs> I, I joke around in the office. I, a deal goes down and I say, I need to go home and cry. It just feels that way after you put so much effort into something and you put your soul in there. And then you understand that if it didn't happen, it's for the best. And, and, <laughs> and I get yeah. myself out of it. But yeah, we do. I'm a CEO and I cry. I admit it. So I'm very happy <laughs> that you share with that because a lot of people hide those feelings. And, and I agree with you. Those emotions are powerful and embracing them and being aware of them is really, to me, the recipe to, to keep that connection going all the time. Absolutely. 110%. Well, I send a special hello to your grandma, who sounds like an amazing <laughs> woman, and I'm glad she's in your life. And I wish you the best of luck. And I would definitely be a promoter. No need to give me revenue, but, you know, <laughs> I always push promoting young businesses, new products, people with with vision, with innovation, and with such a great attitude. So I'm a big fan already. Thank you so much, Blake. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. And I'll be sure to send you out an after-work care package so you can you know, check it out yourself. <laughs> I will. I will. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to Back to Basics. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite streaming platforms. This is the best gift you can give us. Join me next week for another Back to Basics conversation. And if you want to find out about other exciting things I'm working on, visit LeticiaLatino.com. Thank you, and until the next time.